we will come to your earth and steal all your silverware. Implore. Implore. I'm going to implore you guys. Card games on motorcycles! In a world where two ordinary gamers team up to fight the forces of boredom, this is their podcast, and this is their story. There's just, there's just no no skits today. Okay. We're just, we're just cutting into a clean... We have a very big deal here today, Kaz. We have, we have, we have so, so much shit going on. There's no intro either. There's no like in there's a no world. Intro. Uh, no, uh, there's the uh, intro. It was okay. all here. But we're just we have because we have for the first time ever. By the way, I'm hotter, and I'm Kaz. George Jones. Cucumber Kaz. Uh, because we we have a a guest with us for the first time ever in the history of two guys in a game. Tenth episode. This is a huge milestone. But we'll get into that. We are joined by a very special guest. Uh, he's very famous. You guys, I've definitely heard of him. Whether it was uh, through Disney or through his comedy or through his stuff on YouTube and all the internet. Ladies and gentlemen, joining us right now in the studio, in Boner Studios, Mr. Gilbert Godfrey. Thank you so much for coming, Gilbert. Really appreciate it. Good afternoon. <laughs> now, something that the people may or may not be aware of is the fact that you actually also appeared on a, uh, on a YouTube series just for a little. You did a couple episodes with it. Want to talk about that a little bit? I did play video games for a very sh- small amount of money. How much was the money? 15 yen. Okay, wow. So what's that work out to an American? Uh, about 45 cents. Okay, fair enough. So what exactly did that entail? What did you do with... Um, what was the name of the channel? It was, it was called Your Average Nub. Nub, okay. I couldn't, I couldn't remember that last part. I just I just sent them voiceovers. I, I, didn't, I, I didn't have anything to do with the channel itself. So what did, exactly did you do on there? I I, rec- I I sent over commentary for the games they sent me. <laughs> what were the two games you played? I played Borderlands Two and uh, Grand Theft Auto Five. So, uh, where can the people find this if they'd like to hear Gilbert Godfrey play some video games? Uh, it's a very long URL at YouTube because he never customized the YouTube's URL. Uh, it's if you search your average noob on uh, YouTube, it should be about the 47th result that comes up. <laughs> 47th results. That's your average noob if you want to hear Gilbert Godfrey talk to video games. Now, Mr. Godfrey, um, I believe my co-host, Casdor Jones, has a question for you. Yeah, I just won. What was it like playing a parrot? Humiliating. <laughs> what was so humiliating about it? Have you ever had to play a character that flies around and has the IQ less than a pineapple? Uh, I believe Kaz plays Falco sometimes. Uh, hey... Falco is just challenged because he can't fly, okay? He's but they designed stupid. Falco in that game because they couldn't draw any humans. <laughs> Personally, he prefers the air. Personally, I prefer the air. <laughs> <laughs> what do you prefer, Mr. Godfrey? I prefer to squint. <laughs> <laughs> now, now, why do you squint, though? I'm curious. I've always wanted to ask. When you see the inside of Joan Rivers' vagina once, you can never open your eyes fully again. <laughs> Uh, I think that's about all the time we have with Mr. Godfrey, but uh, Mr. Godfrey, before you go, we actually have another very special guest here that we're going to let in now because he wants to have a chat with you, and it's Mr. Gene Simmons. Gene, come on over. <laughs> this is Gene Simmons from KISS, and Mr. Godfrey, I have one thing I would like to say to you because everybody knows that everybody steals from KISS, but I think you've gone a little too far with the character in Aladdin. Do you realize the the kiss is just the Beatles if the Beatles were Jews? (laughs) 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 
two guys in a game, everyone. Two guys in a game. <laughs> uh, ladies and gentlemen, this is the episode for today. Uh, no, but seriously. Um, so we are being joined for the first time ever on the podcast by a very special guest. He does a lot for us, uh, as much as he will probably not admit it. Uh, he, now that we, we have kicked Mr. Godfrey yet, we're here with our main guest, the producer, Mr. Brandon Bowden. Where's my 65 yen? Anyways. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, hi. <laughs> uh, so we have a, a really special episode today because... Not that all our episodes aren't special. Yes, all of our episodes are special, but today, aside from the fact that we have a guest on for the first time, and I have no idea what we're going to talk about, we're not prepared for this at all, we're just going to kind of go off on a bunch of random bullshit, and I have some... So like every other episode. It's pretty much like every other episode where I'm We just have another person to bullshit with now. Yeah, basically I'm prepared, and then we go off on tangents for 45 minutes. (laughs) He nods. And then we talk about... Yes, you you guys do. And then TJ repetitively adjusts his microphone. Yes, because I'm already... (laughs) have adjusted my microphone about seven or eight times. Especially as I was You're like a really bad pro wrestler that keeps adjusting his gear every time he gets suplexed. Kick, punch, (laughs) pants fall down. (laughs) I am the Luke Gallows of the podcasting (laughs) world. (laughs) But um, we wanted to do this because it is our first kind of quote-unquote milestone here on Two Guys at a Game. As we are in episode 10. Which is very exciting. And I just wanted to personally say quickly... Uh, thank you to everybody for all the support and love and kind words for this podcast. It's been a really fun journey for Kaz and I. Um, yep. I'm sure Kaz. But this is our last podcast. Yeah, this is it. We're done. <laughs> um, we're, 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 you know, starting this to get... This isn't just a milestone. It's also a gravestone. <laughs> <laughs> My, here lies two guys in a game. Just kidding. We, we're just getting started here, We are folks. just getting started. We haven't even... We, we haven't. We're just getting a warmed up. Is it, is that, just getting warmed just getting up. Warmed up. <laughs> The clips are uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. two guys in a game. We barely knew ye, <laughs> but we. Uh, hi, I'm Troy McClure. You remember me from such films as Honey, I Shrunk the Kids and Andre the Giant. We hardly knew ye. <laughs> I couldn't think of another movie. <laughs> it was from The Simpsons. You need to project more. That Troy. Hi, I'm Troy hi, McClure. I'm Troy McClure. Hi, I'm Lionel Hutz. <laughs> <laughs> And what we can do for you here today, Mrs. Simpson, is yeah, I can't. I, no, his voice is so unique. Phil Hartman could, is yeah. ridiculous. Phil yeah, Hartman he is just had really such ridiculous. a good voice, man. Dan Harmon, Dan Hartman. Phil Harmon, Phil Hartman, Phil Hartman, Phil Hartman. Yeah, his wife. Me, Doctor Hartman, Mark Harmon, NCIS. Oh, <laughs> Dan Harmon, Rick and Morty. Yeah. Yeah. So you guys, you guys talk about video games usually, or so, yeah? Sometimes we talk about video games on this podcast. It's really rare, but uh, no, no. But but seriously, um, personally, we just prefer the air. We just prefer to the air and to talk about what the hell we feel like. It sometimes we we sometimes we swear a lot, and sometimes we don't. Sometimes we talk about video games, and sometimes we talk about Rick and Morty, and uh, and 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 you say and Jack, and sometimes we talk about other bullshit. Aha! <laughs> uh-huh, but sometimes they talk about Nintendo. Yeah. Oh, okay. So. We, we we usually have a couple things to talk about here first, which I guess we'll get into before we get into the kind of one of the main things we're going to talk about here today, um, because Brandon has. A you guys lean so hard on the Nintendo side of games. We do, we do, because Nintendo is the superior video gaming um, company. Yeah, and yeah. in the gaming yeah. wars, I mean, you know, oh, Nintendo would win. Nintendo's ahead right now, but. Sony's right there. Yeah, no, they are. Sony's right there. Sony is equal to that. Uh, It's Microsoft that's just like... Sony's climbing up the butthole of Nintendo. Microsoft's the the Eric Cartman of the the gaming wars right now. Ah! Ah! Uh, Come on, guys! uh, Hold on! Come on! Kyle, you're such a freaking Jew. 
Shut up, Microsoft. <laughs> Shut up, Microsoft. Sony, Sony, and uh, why so, is Microsoft dropping the ball so hard? I don't know. They're, yeah, they're just. I, yeah, like it pissed me off because it's me and my friend were having a discussion about it a couple weeks ago where we were talking about how Sony. You have is another friend other than me. Yeah, oh, I have fuck. other friends in my life, and like Sony is literally gone. Like, okay, what should we do differently with gaming this year in 2018? And they're like, well, let's uh, you know, fuck multiplayer. Um, let's just make a bunch of single player games because everybody's a shut in anyways, and we're just gonna do a bunch of single player games, and that's all they're doing. Their whole lineup is like single player, single player, single player. So they're gonna get a lot of gamers who like like me. I'm already on board for getting a PS4 this year. Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, Microsoft's all like Call of Duty, Call of Duty, Call of Duty, Call of Duty, Battlefield, and that's all. That's really all <laughs> that's, they. That's, that's all they like have. The trend now isn't. The trend now isn't uh, multiplayer anymore. Online multiplayer is like there's a couple games, but other than that, yeah, like there's games like like an Overwatch, which I know you play a lot. Yeah, I love Overwatch. Um, which we're gonna get into what we're playing right now and everything. All but right. um, I really do agree that Microsoft is just they're just I don't know what they can do to solve this. They can issue. make Halo Six, <laughs> which will totally solve. The which issue. will solve the issue. Just make Halo Six. There well, you go. Okay, contrast Nintendo to Microsoft right now. Okay. Nintendo goes forward with all these like crazy things they want to do, like the Switch. When it, any, anybody first saw the Switch, most people, they're like, "I was skeptical." Yeah, but it's I think awesome. a lot of people were skeptical. You were skeptile. skeptile. I was skeptile. I was erectile. I think a lot of people were skeptical when they first saw the Switch, just because I I didn't understand what it was. Well, it's a so I'm like, console. okay, so it's it's a handheld, I, but you put in a thing and now it's on your TV. Like, yeah. what exactly? That, that kind of threw me through loop. But I always like I predicted that's where they were going because they had to like they had to integrate it eventually. The 3DS was their biggest selling point for yeah. like a bunch of years, and the Wii U just flopped. The Wii flopped before that, and it was just like this is I now say the way- Wii. F- uh, no, it flopped. It flopped. Yeah, they like yeah, they just wasn't enough. Like they were good consoles. They had the right builds. They just didn't have any content. Like yeah. gaming wise, like you had like everybody has six games for the Wii and then six games for the Wii U, and that was it. Right. I agree. Like, it, like aside from like, um, I'm trying to think of like what were like some really good solid games for the Wii. Like there wasn't a lot of like really. There solid was Twilight games. Princess, which was technically Wii Skyward U. Sword, Sky Wii U as well. No, Skyward Sword wasn't Wii U. Skyward Sword, Skyward was, Sword was just Wii. the Wii. I think it was the Wii. And I thought Wii it was U. Wii U. No, because it, it was only playable on the Wii. You needed the motion controls for that oh. game. And Twilight Princess was Wii. Yeah, it was Wii. Yes, I misspoke. Yeah, it, it was, was GameCube Wii. Wii. I played and it on the Wii U GameCube, remastered, Wii, which is yeah. like amazing. Um, I feel like the number one problem with the Wii was it was the motion control was so like it worked quite well, but yeah. some of the games that they were releasing, like um, I think it was Red Red Steel. Was it? Yeah, Red Steel, yeah. Like, where you're like, it's like the game with the sword and you have your gun or whatever. Like, yeah. it, just, it didn't work. And did you notice when the but when the Wii came out, Sony and Microsoft really noticed? Yeah. Because who was right there with the Kinect and yeah. who was right there with the Move? Yeah. Even though and they the didn't Kinect work. Work. show, the Kinect literally is probably the most advanced motion control because they don't just use Kinect for gaming, they use it for other things, too, yeah. like motion capture. Like, like watching you while you sleep. Yeah, exactly. That's why I unplugged it and threw it in the cupboard so I don't use my Kinect on my Xbox One. I'm like, nope. So it doesn't bye. watch you when you sleep. Seeing how the most Kinect games work, I'm not really worried about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not a Kinect fan. I'm not yeah. an Xbox fan. Yeah, no, I'm not really. Like, I'm a fan of the original Xbox. That was an incredible console. Yeah. I only have an on Xbox 360, and I just bought it like three months ago. The 360 was awesome. I love the 360. Like, I still have mine. It's like a classic Elite 360, mm-hmm. and uh, that one was great. When I got that, I played it forever, and lots of good games on it, too. And I, I don't mind the Xbox One. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, 
for a next gen console. I didn't pick it. It was just bought. Like my dad just went out and bought it for mm-hmm. the family and everything. And Xbox One runs pretty smoothly. I just the only problem I'd say with the Xbox is storage space. When they like, I can only have like five games stored on my Xbox now, and then yeah. I have to delete them and reinstall them, and that kind of ticks me off. That's a but, problem with a lot of systems now. Yeah, except for the PS4, I find. And the Nintendo it Switch. How much memory. Um, you have. Yeah. If you, if you buy the 500 gigabyte, which I have. If you buy the 500 gigabyte, you do you will run out of space. Yeah. Because you, you know some games are just like almost 100 gigabytes by themselves. Like, like Battlefront 2 is like 50 gigs. Yeah. Oh, wow. See, Grand Theft Auto, like Grand Auto 5 is like 60. Yeah. And have the Halo Master Chief collection on my console is like 50 gigs. And then Halo 5 is like 70 gigs. And I'm like, what? So oh, I can crap. get four games or I can get five games on one for 50 gigs. And then the next game in the series. Is five like games on an gigs. Xbox? Yeah. It's ridiculous. Dead Horse has been beaten. Um, no, but. Like, what does, because we're on this topic, like, what? But I noticed Microsoft's just trying to keep up now. Yeah. yeah like, just, what do they need to yeah. do to get ahead? Like, do they need to They release? need to be innovative. They need to do what Nintendo does, and they need to look forward. Like, I heard you you got you guys on the last episode were talking about the Labo. Yes. <laughs> and how, yeah, okay. Or the cardboard Nintendo box. Had a, uh, Nintendo had a lot of, uh, you know, they had that backlog on the Switches, right? Yeah. And they had all that cardboard that they had, you know, they shipped all the stuff in cardboard. It's like, well, we have a lot of extra cardboard from all the <laughs> Switch stuff we had to get. So let's, you know, let's make a game out of that now. Yeah. So, you know how, like, probably cost-effective it was? <laughs> oh, I bet. I, can you imagine the markup on that? Probably, like, a literally, like, 87% It's probably heavy-duty cardboard. That's oh, all yeah. it is. Just, and so and they're selling it for, what, 60 bucks? No, I think it's, it was, like... The one was sixty nine ninety nine for the one I yeah, saw. Yeah, the one's, like, ni- kits, and right? there's a robot kit, too, that's, like, the 90 or 100 kits, bucks or something yeah. like that. Like, it's... It's ridiculous. I don't know. I What, what do you think of... What's, well, what's the, when was the last time Xbox was innovative? Uh, Connect was it innovative because yeah, that no. they were just kind of being like, oh crap, the Wii came out. We did to do something. Motion yeah, they, they released the first Halo motion controls, huh? When, when they, they released, released Combat Evolve, yeah, yeah, that was like the first innovative game they made. I don't know when they when they made Banjo Kazooie nuts and bolts. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> no, we don't talk about that here. <laughs> no, the game. no, we, we don't speak of the Banjo game that that killed Banjo. That killed the fucking series. <laughs> that killed Rare. You killed. You literally killed Rare, Microsoft. You killed Rare. Go. Well, I say that, but Rare's back, so. I think the Yay. problem with Xbox too is they release too many games that are bad. Yeah, yeah. I think like uh, if you look at the the gaming crash in 1983, the problem there was a whole bunch too many consoles, too many games, and too many shit games. Really, bad. like ET. Yeah, the game that literally caused the yeah <laughs> game gaming crash. crash. I think Xbox. I don't know if their quality controls on point, but like there's a lot of bad Xbox games. Oh, whether it's for the 360, stuff. whether it's for the Xbox One, and all that. There's all there's yeah, a lot the 360 of 360 had like I. The 360 um, had too many games. Mm-hmm. When I did, um, this is a while ago, but I did a, a top 10 list with, with Matt yeah. um, on the Harder Show of top 10 Xbox 360 games. And I was like, dude, like, I literally cannot pick 10 games. Like, this is just, they, they had like, I think it was like over like 300 games or more for yeah. the Xbox 360. And I had a hard time picking 10 that were good. Yeah. Enough that I thought to be on the list. Like, there's a lot of good games for the Xbox 360. Oh, we yeah, have a lot is. of games. Yeah. There's going to be a lot of good games, but there's also going to be a lot of filler. There's, There's so always much. filler in yeah. those. Yeah, I found that with the PS3 as well. Like, lots of good games, but lots of filler as well. Like, but now look at the Nintendo Switch. Every game that comes out on the Nintendo Switch is a big deal. Yeah, like anything from Arms all the way to the freaking Mario and their Rabbids. <laughs> yeah, like every game's a big deal on the Switch. Yeah. Even games that are coming over onto the Switch. Yeah. Skyrim. Skyrim's coming Skyrim's over to the Switch. A How big of a deal is that? Deal. It's so. Grand like, Theft Auto's coming over to the Switch. Yeah. How big of a deal is that? 
And it's all just because it's portable now. Like that's, exactly. That's the huge thing, right? And that's and the thing with Microsoft, why they fall behind is they don't have any original content, really. They have like maybe three things that are original to them, and they don't utilize it properly anymore. No, they're just looking at those. They're looking at those big AAA releases, and yeah. they're being like, "Okay, well, we need that on ours too." You yeah. Know? Like their biggest release of this year for Xbox. What is it going to be? Red Dead Two. Yeah, maybe probably. if they if they yeah. announce Halo Six, it'll probably be. And you know how I'd be really worried that if I found out that Nintendo. Gets the rights to put Red Dead Two on oh the Switch. Boy, yeah. Oh, they're screwed. You're screwed. Yeah. You know what? Actually, I'm because I'm trying to think. Like, because what? at least right now, like for I remember Boxing Day, the Xbox One, I think it was the Xbox One S was on for two fifty. Yeah. And so if I'm a guy who wants to play Red Dead Two and I don't have a PS3, right? And I have to upgrade to a PS4 or a Xbox One, I'm gonna go with the cheaper alternative probably because I just want to play that one game. But then if I find out it's, you know, it's, but if it comes out on the Switch, you just lost a lot of those people still. <clears throat> oh, yeah. It's it's going to be tough if the Switch gets a hold of Red Dead 2. Because that's probably that the biggest release out, of the year. Yeah, it will be. Yeah, and any games that come out, like, that can be ported over the Switch, people are going to want to go for that. Because yeah. it's just, it's easier, in my head, any game, like, I look at, they brought out L.A. Noir for the Switch, right? Yep. And that's, like, that game... I had no interest in that game when it came out on the Xbox 360. I was just like, no. But now I'm like, well, now that I can kind of take it with me and walk around and like go places, and that's every that's my whole big thing right now. And even Stardew Valley, <clears throat> not I'm not going to talk about it for like ever an hour. I'm not going to talk about it. I just <laughs> Stardew Valley, like the, like go back. I played it on my TV for the first time. Like the other night, I just decided to drop the Switch into its port and play it, and it's so much fun playing it on the TV. But it's nothing compared to just picking it up and walking around your house with mm -hmm. this whole like like RPG. It's the same with Zelda. Like even yeah. having that and just the freedom to walk around and be like, yeah, I'm just playing Zelda on a bus. Or well, between listening to your guys' episode on Zelda and watching the Completionist on YouTube do like talk about Breath of the Wild, I've already been looking to buy a Switch just to watch, just to play Breath of the Wild. Yeah. One well, literally <laughs> last week, as you guys heard, Brandon was playing a Switch for the first time. Yeah. And first like, or second time, I think I played another one before too, but that was the longest I sat down and actually played one. <laughs> yeah, and now you're like, you're like, yeah, I want to buy a Switch. Oh man, yeah. Oh, I was literally shopping yeah. for one yeah, afterwards. Literally afterwards, you were like, yeah, I'm already looking for a Switch. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I'm online looking for a good deal. If I can pick one up for like three hundred bucks, I'm happy. That's a pretty good price for one. Even yeah. if it's a slight, slightly used, I don't care. Oh, for sure. But something that um. Speaking of Xbox and like, what can Xbox do to kind of get out of this rut, or Microsoft, excuse me. Something that I think is they need like a really good single player release that is a big deal and is exclusive to Xbox. And that EA makes, right? That EA. No, I'm just, I'm just no. joking. Not that EA makes. <laughs> nothing with DLC. And there's only one game that comes to mind. There's only one franchise that comes to mind. Halo? No. Not Halo, actually. Because I, I feel like. What if they not... rebooted Halo? They should reboot Halo. They what should. If they rebooted... Okay, what if you rebooted something like Halo, but kind of took the model of like a Skyrim? And like made it open, made world it a world huge game. open world game where like it's a single player experience. Yeah, that'd be cool. I play the show. I buy an Xbox to play that. No, yeah. I think I know what I know what game series you're gonna say though. You? Would it be Fable? Yes. Yeah, because that's Microsoft because and they, and they do own that. Fable but, one. Oh yeah, was incredible. Mm -hmm. Fable Amazing. two. Eh. Yeah. Fable, Fable three. three. <laughs> so like, to the point where I just I didn't even play. I played Fable two. A couple hours of Fable Two, and I was like, "What the hell is going on? What did you? Why are there guns? Why this isn't? Yeah, yeah I, like I get it, but I'm like, <clears throat> they kind of got away from what guns and superheroes don't yeah, mix. No, no. But 
Well, this, it seems like their problem right now is being like, okay, what is everybody else doing? Let's copy it. Yeah. Whereas they need to, I think they need to, they need to take a risk. Like, okay, here's, or if they say they don't want to reboot Halo, right? Because they want to release Halo 5 and it's going to be this massive MMORPG online <laughs> world, whatever the, whatever, the, whatever the fuck it is, right? But if they go, it's okay. too saturated though right yeah, now. There's too is. many well, games get, out there that are MMOs that are like, you know, capture the flag or capture the yeah. objective. Look at World or whatever, War Two. You know? And what it, happened with that? Yeah, they released it and like people were so excited because oh, we're going back to World War Two and it doesn't matter. You only okay, but even if you, oh, big World War Two thing. It, yeah, but it's out for PlayStation too. You're yeah. you're only mm-hmm. getting fifty percent exactly. of the market share. And the if way PlayStation's that. going right now, you're not even getting 50% of the market yeah. share because PlayStation 4 is kicking your ass. Yeah. PlayStation 4 is You're getting maybe to the Xbox 30% one. of your market share with, yeah. because, oh, X, oh World, Call of Duty, World War II. Who cares? No. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just like, and with Halo, is they've gone the wrong direction with it where they've made it too much like Call of Duty. And that's, mm. the, that's the main reason why nobody wants to play Halo anymore. Is Like Halo Reach was pretty cool. Halo Reach was their last yeah. game because that was when Bungie left, right? Bungie left and they and like and Halo 4 wasn't bad. I won't say Halo 4 was bad. Like I enjoyed Halo 4, but it just became too Call of Duty. By the time they got to Halo 5, I remember playing the beta for it and I was just like, oh, what have you guys done? They added aiming down sights. They added, like, they changed all the buttons around. So, like, you can still change your controls. But the way that their yeah. main setup was, it was like, it was just Call of Duty. You can Duty. tweak your controls, but when it's a game that has that many games, you can't go and completely yeah. remaster them. It's because you, your players are going to be, like, pissed off at you now. Exactly. And, like, I just remember, like, all the mechanics they threw into it, like sliding on the ground and all this other bullshit. Stuff Why do I have to jump with uh, left the bumper? Yeah. What the just, fuck? And it just became Call of Duty like Advanced Warfare. It's like they literally and took Gears the model for Advanced Warfare and like yeah and, and there's another series. Mm-hmm. Gears, Gears of, War. of War. They could totally fix it. Like they could. Wouldn't re- take much. Yeah like you don't like. They, it had an incredible story. Yeah. One through three I was fine with. I loved Gears of War 2. I played Gears of War 2 non-stop and then i didn't play gears one before that and then i went and got gears one and i just loved the shit out mm. of the story like it was good they have some people want though they want a good story now yeah. yeah people are over the whole online multiplayer shit like they don't really care as much about that anymore, there's your you have you have your demographic for that oh, stuff for sure but you need to cater now like again you have to go back to the the switch right now because they can't even freaking make enough switches right now mm-hmm. it's selling so well how many online how many online mmos are on the nintendo switch one splatoon two yeah <laughs> that's it yeah and that's not even a bad it, one that's it, a fun laid-back mmo like it's not as competitive like it can be i know it can get competitive yeah. but that's it. like you got and then mario kart 8 would be the next one that's it literally exactly. you've got two big online games that you'd play but with, oh, with mario kart you're gonna sell mario kart whether it's an mmo whether it's a single player yeah. or you know it, that game's gonna sell no matter what exactly it's it's mario kart exactly but Xbox doesn't have those titles they can rely on now. Where Nintendo has the, you know, Nintendo has what two or three titles now they can. It's like okay, we need to make some money. Mm-hmm. Here comes the Mario games. Well, Here comes the yeah. Pokemon games. And like they're porting a bunch of stuff. Like that when I was talking about it last week, the Nintendo Direct. Like they've got a Kirby game coming out now, and that's like it's awesome. Like it looks great. It's gonna be a perfect Kirby game. Like it reminds me of Kirby and uh, Dream or the Crystal Shards for sixty four. Yeah, which is that's what game. it looks like, and and that's what I want to see. Like Nintendo needs to go back and start doing it, and they did it with Odyssey, where they they brought uh, sixty four uh, Mario sixty four controls back. Like all the controls are like that, and it feels really fun. And actually, even the added controls with like the hat, where I was kind of like, eh, I don't know if I'm going to like it, it works. And Nintendo's kind of like, I, they need to go back to their basics with the N64 and even like GameCube and kind of go, 
okay, here you go, guys. And they're doing that, but they're they're straddling that not, that line nicely, where it's like yes. they're not they're progressing, they're being progressive still, but they're also giving they're catering to that fan service. They're, yeah, and like they're bringing out um, Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze from the Wii U. They're mm-hmm. ordering that over. Oh, there's a bunch of games they're just bringing over from the Wii U, and they're just like, here you go, guys. Like. And, and I'll get Donkey Kong Country Tropical Freeze because mm. it's portable. <laughs> like, it's, like anything that's portable is just better. Nintendo is the fan service brand right now. If they, yeah, if, like, they the are. fans have asked yeah. for it, Nintendo's dishing it out to them. Where PlayStation more is kind of like they're giving you, they're giving their fan stuff that they didn't even know they wanted. Yeah, mm. like the VR. I'll oh, give yeah. PlayStation credit yeah. for being the yeah. first to really dive into the VR. VR is incredible for that. I, I yeah, I've tried it out and, and I was just like, you know what Whoa. they didn't. They didn't send out the VR because the VR was a little buggy with the regular PS4. They put out the PS4 Pro, and that thing works perfectly with it now. You know, like, and they fixed that right away. It's not like the Connect where you know the Connect was shit and Xbox never, never fixed it. Never worked. It. No, yeah. The PS4 said, "Okay, you know what? The VR is good, but it can be a little, you know, buggy on the PS4." I don't think it was very. I don't think it was buggy. It was more like. It, the software wasn't enough in the PS4 to ha- run that VR. Yeah. So they said, okay, we need to make a higher powered thing for this. And again, they did that. They made the PS4 Pro and Xbox is like, okay, we'll make the Xbox One X. <laughs> so we is can run really? so we can run games in 4K. Sorry. Nobody cares. Nobody but cares yeah, about Xbox resolution. One, you can only go so far. I, I'm, not, I'm not going to buy your Xbox One at $250. I'm not going to <laughs> buy one that plays 4K games for $500. <laughs> Get your head out of your ass, Microsoft, and freaking give us something that we can use. <laughs> Figure it out. Like they just, they just need to. I think that's all they need to do. It's just they need to come with a good game. Are you a video game fan that doesn't like Sony? Well, then buy an Xbox. That's that's their sales that's pitch their at that point. Yeah, yeah. Do you hate Sony? <laughs> I, I do you hate Sony and Nintendo? Do you want a new Xbox console that's slightly modified? Well, come to E3 this year, and we'll have one for you. The new Xbox X3. And next year, guess what? We're gonna release the X4 and X5 alongside each other. What's this the next is an Xbox iPhone, console you know? going to be called? The Xbox fucked. <laughs> it's going to be called the Xbox 2. I think it's start from one now. It's like we went the from Xbox 360 two. to one. one, and now we're just going to go, we're just going to pick another random number here. Let's do Xbox 539. Xbox 7.4. <laughs> I, I hope they just call it the Xbox X. I feel like they will. The Xbox X. The Xbox X. Maybe they'll call one. it the Y box. That'd be nice. <laughs> they just changed the, the brand altogether. Like you know what? Line. Rebranding might not be their their baddest idea right now. Their worst idea right now. No. Baddest. Yeah, See, know. Microsoft lacks one thing too. That even like, see, Sony is willing to take the risks on it, and Nintendo's willing, Nintendo does it perfectly, and they're the king of it. Is I keep talking about it, but like portability. Microsoft never goes portable. They no. never ever they never have, have risked it or anything. And if they Sony did, tried it, and they were like, meh. Yeah, PSP wasn't bad. I thought mm. PSP was okay. PS think, Vita was like. I think the Vita is probably one of the more underrated systems. Yeah, yeah. I just think the Vita is really cool. It is a cool system. It just didn't get enough support, right? So yeah. they release it, and they were like, "Yeah, well, here you go. Here's four games, and enjoy." And then you're like, "Um, that's it." Like, because I know some people now that actually collect for Vita. They yeah. actually collect Vita games. It's like, well, the Vita was a great idea, and yeah. it just needed support like if they were to relaunch it today and sony was like and hey, we're gonna put spider-man on there we're gonna put last of us on there we're gonna put a bunch of games and there, people would be like so but by the time the psp came out they were so late to the party for portable because nintendo yeah, were, had it yeah. nintendo's nintendo like yeah yeah you can go ahead but yeah <laughs> why bother you. yeah <clears throat> good luck oh for sure pretty sure we got this down <laughs> pretty sure have you ever by the time the psp came out what was the was it were we on the it was have been dsi's i think dsi's yeah dsi came out and then the PSP was around. 
But they're, you're so late to the party by that point because Nintendo's already cemented themselves as they've the already been game dominating system. that for years. They, yeah, yeah, they own it, right? And that's why it's like the smart way to go with their home console was like I predicted it before they even announced the Switch. Like last year, I was like, "That's their next console has to be. It has to be the Wii U gamepad, literally." Mm-hmm. And Portable. you can just take it but with you. But the gamepad has to be the system. Yeah. yeah. And you can just take it with you. And then that way they don't have to make 3DSs anymore. And everybody can just play on these consoles. It'll be more powerful. And we can just have Pokemon, Nintendo, Pokemon, let's go. Let's make it for the yeah, Switch. Make it happen. Let's get it out. Come on. And that's a, that's a powerful freaking computer they have in that yeah. Switch. Yeah. Well, the thing is, like, like when we were going to do this podcast, you were kind of joking about saying, like, oh, I'm going to come on there with you Nintendo fanboys, and we're going to- You guys are Nintendo fanboys. But, like- You guys are hardcore. Well, like, I just started- yeah, yeah. I just, Okay, I became a big fan of Nintendo probably a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I grew See, up- We've been lifelong Nintendo guys. Yeah. The first Nintendo system I had was uh, GameCube. Okay, yeah. yeah. And that was my- home system for a while like that's the only thing I would use but before that it was my PlayStation yeah because you had your PS2 when I I had my PlayStation my PS2 I've never missed a PlayStation I've had every single PlayStation and so where you guys grew up on the N64 stuff I grew up on the Spyro the Dragon the Crash Bandicoot You know the. Uh, I'm sorry to hear every that. NHL there's game two, there ever was on the PlayStation. Gamers in this world: Nintendo gamers and really bad gamers. Yeah, I'm <laughs> not gonna sit here and say I'm a very good gamer. <laughs> <clears throat> no, but kind of talking systems and that, and talking about the console war and everything. I think it'd be interesting because out of everyone that I have in my life, you actually have the most game systems. I don't even know how many I have now. I have so, I, this over. more. What I'm going to ask is what run through your game system because this is this isn't an interview per se. We've kind of just we're kind of just going to talk about I a whole have, bunch of shit. But well, from oldest to new, I have my the NES. Yep. Uh, I'm still. I didn't. I never was able to find. I want to find a, a Super Nintendo, but I don't want to go with the, the mini yet. I want to actually find an old Super Nintendo that to buy. Mm-hmm. Uh, I got the PlayStation One, PlayStation Two, PlayStation Three, PlayStation Four. I have an Xbox 360. I have a Wii, an N64, the classic NES, a Sega Genesis, a Sega Master System. I think that's about it. I don't have the Sega Xbox Master System. Xbox 360? Yeah, I have the 360. You, you don't need have ColecoVision. Not yet. <laughs> Eventually. <laughs> Working on that in a Commodore. <laughs> <laughs> the Commodore, oh jeez. And a, uh, this, and an Atari 5200. No. Oh, man. What it, so, 4600 was overrated. <laughs> So what what caused you to want like it's like we were talking the one day and you're just like I'm gonna start collecting a bunch of systems. I think it's just really cool to have all these systems. Yeah, and not not even be able to play. I I don't have enough time to play them all the time, but I think it's just kind of cool to have all these systems hanging around. Heck yeah! One day you get to set them up in a glass box and label them in like a museum. I want to have like a like a nice like really nice like shelf with like LED strips lighting and all that and like completely like plexiglass shelf where all the LED lighting and every system in its own little space. Yeah, man. That'd I just don't cool. want to do de- I hate dealing with all the wiring. <laughs> yeah. Like right now I have my my PS4, uh, my PS3 when it's down here and my Xbox 360 all running through an HDMI splitter so I don't have to actually have to worry about the all plugging all into oh, the TV. Okay. I went that's out good. I actually went out and bought four bought a $40 splitter just so I didn't have to worry about plugging all of them into the TV. Yeah, that's the issue, right? It's you pain got, like, in the ass. That's my consoles and yeah. only two ports to hook it up. And then the next thing, I, to, I, I want to buy a, for the AV cables for all the rest of them because mm-hmm. the rest of them are older, I want to buy an AV splitter so I don't have to plug the AVs in once because yeah. that gets annoying when you have to change. Oh, I want to play my uh, PlayStation. or Not my PlayStation. I want to play my, uh, my GameCube now, but I have to... Unplug my N64 and plug it. Yeah, I have the same problem. I just although I can do that for the back, but other systems it's like mm -hmm. it's annoying. Mm -hmm. Well, that's why I just I just have the one AV in and then I put them in my N64 on my GameCube. Yeah, 
when Cass comes over and we want to play some Melee, melee. switch over if I want to play some Alien Chronicles. I don't remember how the PlayStation... I think the PlayStation plugs in through like the... Uh, what's that port called? I don't even remember. It's like the old port. It's like the auxiliary port. I thought port it was an AV. That's like the one that the N64 used to use too, right? We did, N64 didn't use AV cables. Like you can just because of the GameCube. That port, they use the same one, so you got lucky with it. Well, eventually what I want to do is I want to upgrade my systems to be HD. Yeah. So you can get like the uh, the video, the upscalers, and you can actually get your N64 modded. Oh, really? To like play in like 1080p. See, I'd never do that. It's a $400 upgrade to do it, but you can actually get your Nintendo modded where it'll actually play HD graphics on the on that, the uh, television. It's interesting. I would to love see. to see Alien Chronicles with HD graphics. It'd probably look worse. Of course you would. Alien Chronicles, the first made. Alien Chronicles, the first made. Alien Chronicles, it taught TJ how to count. It taught me how to count, actually. It taught you how to do math. And then and then Majora's Mask taught you how to love. Some people were homeschooled. TJ was video game schooled. Yeah. Yeah. Shout outs to my homeschooling. Shout outs to the Cass's homeschooling. Were you actually homeschooled? Yes, I was. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I've never talked about that here on the podcast. Yeah, Zach was homeschooled. Yeah, I was homeschooled from grade, uh, from when I was 12 and up. My parents got sick and tired of uh, school, so my mom and dad just pulled us out. And, really? Yeah, and all of my siblings have been homeschooled since. So. Wow. Yeah. So, how? okay, I want to quickly hear a little more about this. Like, how does that work? Um. So Just teach you whatever you want? Pretty much. Or did they actually have to follow we like, just, a like, set of like, steps? We just went out all the time. We would like literally just go out and do whatever kind of thing. Like It would still be educational. Like Go to the Science Center, Ontario yeah. Science Center. Go to the zoo. Go to or whatever. Or then like, you know, for the first couple of years, we were kind of like still in school mode where um, we'd get like, my mom would print out like schoolwork from like the Kawartha oh, school okay. boards and like we would just do it and everything. But then after a while, it was just like, she started reading more books on it and the, and the better way to like teach your kids is like... Just let them kind of find their own path in yeah. life and just like unschool them because schooling like puts you into a mentality where you have to do this and you have and like you got to follow the rules and, and you have to learn. Of, you have to learn what's what's that what's that fucking math called the X and solve for X and Y and all algebra. algebra. Yeah. Who the fuck's you know, I, I am 26 years old. OK. And not once in my entire life since high school have I used algebra. I, I, I understand. I understand how algebra. I like math. So it's like yeah, algebra. Yeah, I can exactly. I understand how I can use algebra in my like. <laughs> in my life because like okay i have like two things i need to you know here's what i have and i have to get find a way to this solution sort of thing so it's actually like you can kind of use it without the numbers see i just find that's just that's just problem solving though yeah that's I mean, what that's what math is it's yeah, problem okay, I, solving I right you. okay i got you yeah wait wait, wait. why that's why they call them math problems <laughs> and like you know yeah what? so yeah i don't like it but math is i mean like i like algebra too like i just took it and college level algebra and calculus almost like yeah i, took I got cal- into calculus and like and i like it like i, I took calculus it. and i loved it yeah it's not anything like i don't know i never understood why people were like oh i hate algebra and I, like because for me i just was like i could whip through it like i could always solve for x See, i'm easy. stupid so i couldn't if y equals this you can solve for x see my simple. thing is if i'm if i'm around something enough i'll learn about it no matter what because i'm around it enough so, you know, I didn't know how to cook before I worked at Wendy's, but then I worked at Wendy's, I learned how to cook. You, <laughs> you know, I started working fryer, in kitchens. Was, you were like, yeah, let's make some fries. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I learned how to cook through working at Wendy's and then working at restaurants afterwards. And then, you know, I went to school for audio and, you know, I still didn't understand it when I left. And then I started working in it and you kind of fake it till you make it. You know? Yeah, pretty much. Well, that's that's what schooling is too. And that's like, I'm well, that's, still figuring out audio. And now you're yeah. an award-winning podcaster. An award-winning. And, and, uh, and you're on an award-winning podcast, podcast right yeah. now. Yes. So. Yes, we won the... Uh, the uh, Woody Award. For, uh, <laughs> we best. won the You Say Award. Horse is now. Use horse. The horse is. The horse is so dead. The cleanup crew for the horse has already come and gone. 
<laughs> we just hit it again. But yeah, um, uh-huh. yeah, but you for home beating the glue out of this horse. <laughs> <laughs> for for homeschool, like anyways, it's it uh it taught me how to be free, like as a person, and like, you're very more th- innovative free thinking. That's what yes. I like about you. And and my whole family is very much like that. Like my little brother's probably got the best of it, where he's just like he comes up with the most crazy stuff. Where you're like, wow, that's like no, I would have never thought of that. And my sister. My younger sister, she's very much the same way too. She's like, you know, they they're swimmers and they go their swim meets and everything. But they when they're at home, they're just so like they're free thinkers. You know, they're not bound down by rules and they're so unique as people. And it really like not saying that people who go to school aren't unique and in, uh, individuals, I huh? I am no, <laughs> no but you know, like, <laughs> I'm just saying you get a different outlook on life and it really like changes your perspective. Like not being in school was so nice and then having to go to college was miserable for me like i hated sitting yeah. in classrooms again and i hated it and they were all like they're like oh yeah everyone else there was just like oh yeah i'm used to it i went to school blah blah, blah. and i'm like oh this is the first time i've been to school in like 10 years and it fucking sucks <laughs> i'm just like sitting in these classrooms listening to these teachers drone on and they're and then they're wondering why i'm getting bad marks i'm like i'm getting bad marks because you're teaching me something and i hate it but if i go and read this book i'm actually writing the information down myself yeah and then they're still saying, well, that's not what I would do. And that was where my struggle was in school. It wasn't that I was wrong. It wasn't right to them. And yeah. I hate that because it makes me look like I'm a dumbass. But I'm I'm not. I'm not stupid, you know. So. That'd be interesting. Yeah. I, I mean, after, like, I took two years off after high school to go. I'd taken seven. To go to college. And I didn't feel that way after, even after two years. So I can only, like, I, no, I actually did kind of feel that way after two years is what I meant to say. But I can imagine after ten. Yeah, it's it's painful, like going back into a school setting because you just feel like you're locked up. And there were days where I just get out of bed and be like, "Fuck this, I'm not going." Like I can't do it. Today. At least in college, you had that choice. Yeah, at least you do, right? Like, yeah, you don't. You, they don't call home and be like, uh, "Yeah, second show to school today." <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, jeez. Yeah, you bitch. Hey, I paid ten thousand dollars to be here. I'll show up if I want. Yeah, pretty much, right? Oh, uh, yeah. So, yeah, that's. That's my it's saga of homeschooling. Yeah, we, we, we've never we've never discussed it here on the podcast, but yeah, it's that's uh, why I'm so good at podcasting. Yeah. I'm actually just good at everything I do. That's what the homeschooling was. It was just podcast training. Even podcast. before podcasts were a thing, it was just podcast. No, training. my dad trained me on podcasting because he let me sit in front of Family Guy when I was eight years old and watch Family. Guy. <laughs> I even know my that's mom where was you actually it. learned everything. And not to mention, my dad quotes movies and like he always he knows all the good movies. So that's where I have all my pop culture references. It's it's the, from the him. hundreds and hundreds of pop culture references. Yeah, and then I've, I'm I'm over here. I've watched like twelve movies in my life. <laughs> I'm over here. I've watched five, and uh, you probably watch more movies. What was than the I one one movie with? Uh, Robin Williams in it that they're trying to give to Peter and he's just like no if it even touches this Lord movie house, I will I will <laughs> yeah and then it's just like maybe far away or maybe <laughs> real nearby <laughs> why are you doing it with me god damn it thought we were gonna do a duet well, well I, I, I forgot the words that's why so. maybe straightening his jacket <laughs> she'll be uh, fixing his, his tie, tie. It's <laughs> uh-huh. so good that so, they're all it's so, just terrible movies on the shelf okay guys so we're gonna take a quick second to give a sh- much needed shout out to our good friend mr jason reese from jaybird digital arts whether you guys need t-shirts logos business cards phone manipulation custom art anything like that jason is your guy you've seen our logo you've seen how awesome it is Hit him up today by going to www.jbirddigitalarts.com. That is J-A-Y-B-I-R-D digitalarts.com. 
com. Go there right now. Right now, guys. Just don't just pause the podcast. <laughs> Jaber Digital Arts. Digital Arts. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, here on Two Guys in a Game, once in a while, we talk about what games we've been playing this week. Uh, I've been playing the um, Crash Bandicoot Insane Trilogy. Ah. Oh. Okay. Okay. How's Bye. that? Uh, I didn't play the first one. When I was a kid, I didn't play the first one. I played the second and third one. I hate the first one. It's so freaking hard. It is, is it hard. is it is that the one that I see um is it two dimensional still? Like is it like a like the side scrolling? Um it's no. not side scrolling, no. it's like top down scrolling kinda. It's kind um, of like uh, Crash Bandicoot is a unique game to try to Third person. It's okay, so it is third it's person a third person one. Platformer. Okay. That's what I was. I wasn't sure because it must have been. There's one I always see. I guess, I guess every platform is a third person. Uh, it's more like behind point of view. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Okay. I know what you're talking about. Then. And then yeah. sometimes it's head on. Okay. Because if you're running away, they have stages where you're running away from stuff. From like boulders and yeah, yeah okay, boulders. See, yeah. You're running away from dinosaurs and yeah. and <laughs> you miss your jumps because of it. <laughs> oh my god! The ju- and the jumping so you have to be so precise in that game. Oh. Uh. Like I was trying to teach Amanda how to do it last night, and she kept on like instead of holding the X button while. Well, going whichever way you're going she would just let go and just kind of jump and then move forward i'm like you, you can't just tap it and move forward you're not gonna make it i'm yeah. like you need to be completely precise with these jumps it's hard it's like it temple really run is. classic man that's where temple run got its idea from i guarantee you it's not actually that's pretty close actually yeah. you're, it's literally yeah. you're running forward and ca- like collecting Jumping stuff over which is stuff basically crash bandicoot yeah. yeah yeah i could see that but I'm playing that, and that has the, the first, second, and third. So I just started the third last night because that was the game I really sunk a lot of hours into as a kid. So I'm looking to complete uh, three, like 100 and – you can complete them past 100%. Yeah. Because there's time trials oh, okay. you can do in it, and they have three tiers of time trials. You can get the time relic, which is blue, or you can get the golden time relic or the platinum one, depending on what your time is. And, like, the platinum one is the developer time. Oh, wow. And so if you get all those, you end up like 110 or 112% complete the game. So I'm going to get 112 complete the game for Crash 3. But the difference is the first and second were really hard. They made them difficult, those games. But now, originally in the games, they didn't have the time trials. Mm. Now they have the time trials in them. And you have to, you can do the same thing, but they're so hard. (laughs) They are so hard. hard. Those levels, some of the levels on those games are hard to get through slowly, much less quickly. Yeah. Oh, so I'm not looking forward to doing the time trials on the first two, but I'm gonna try and do the whole thing. Oof. And then before that, I was playing Horizon Zero Dawn. Nice. Just starting that. How's it going? It's really nice. Yeah. It's really nice. It's kind of like I think it's Sony's answer to Breath of the Wild in a way. Oh, okay. Because it's kind of like the same thing, but it's actually a female lead character, which is kind of cool. Bo. <laughs> Disqualified. No, it's good. It's a female lead character. <laughs> we love females here on Two Guys in a Game. I can't remember what her name yes, is. Yes, we are all heterosexual Alloy. males. Alloy is her name. I'm a Aloy, Aloy. Sexual. <laughs> but it's weird because it's like set in like the it's it's set like back in like it's set back in like it, it seems like it's set back in like um back in the day. Medieval. Like back in the dinosaur era almost. Oh, okay. So it's like arc arc survival. It is, sort of but ish. instead of like there, there's like dinosaurs, but they're all mechanical. Oh, that's it's like a merge between time periods okay yeah. okay it's re so it's like its own little universe in a way hmm. so and you're Very going unique. out and you have to you know to collect collect your supplies and it's kind of like far cry primal with robots okay that's probably Ooh. a good way to explain it okay hmm. but nice. so those are the two i've been playing and then a little bit of overwatch here and there 
You, you like, every time I'm on PS4, whenever you're playing, you're playing Overwatch. I do like to play my Overwatch. I haven't played as much lately, but Overwatch was my jam for a while there. I got yeah. up to level. I was up like it took me a couple weeks, and I was up to like level forty something. It was, I was just ever. I would wake up, play Overwatch, go to work, come home, play Overwatch. Yeah, that's like me right now, Stardew Valley. It's all you got, Stardew Valley. That's that's why I wasn't gonna ask you what you were playing. Trying to know what you're playing. And everyone, I'm still playing Breath of the Wild. So what's I'm up still playing. Yeah, and I'm just still playing South Park as well. Like, yeah. you know, I have like that game's so it's so good. But that's why yeah. I like having all these systems. So if I want to sit back and play something completely different, I can fire up the NES and just go play, you know, Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, oh, for sure. Or I can go play, you know, the first Zelda. Or I have a couple weird ones in there that I'm not sure. But my I think my biggest part of the one of the, my the bigger parts of the collection is the uh, the Sega Genesis collection. I got a whole baggie of games for them, and it's like Star Trek. It's <laughs> Star like Trek. really like obscure ones I've never heard of before. There's one that, that I have like half the cartridge left, and it's like this like Japanese shoot 'em up game. What? And there's no title on the actual cartridge. It's just like part of like an airplane. <laughs> it's all I see on it. Hell? <laughs> oh my god! We're gonna have to it's called like the Kamikaze with... game. Aww. You just oh why? Aww, that's a that's a racist joke. Actually, I'm playing Sonic Mania too on the PS4. That's really good. Yeah, Sonic Mania. They oh, did yeah. a really good job on that game. That's what happens when you let the fan decide. Yay! Yay! That's for the fan to decide. But, but- mostly it's in PS4. Last couple, uh, so no no Switch or Wii no U for Switch me. Switch Nintendo or anything. That's uh, that's blasphemy here, aren't you guys in a game? But um. I could fire up that. I got that the the old red Wii back there. I could use if I wanted to. The yeah. Wii Mini. But you have your N sixty four too. Obviously, you can I got my N sixty four. I got yeah. The only thing I'm missing, Nintendo wise, is the Wii U, and the Switch, and the SNES. And then Game Boys. Well, you have your. You I have, have all the DS. Game Boys. Yeah, you have a DS. I have a. I have my Game Boy. I have my Game Boy Color. I have. Uh, the D. I have a regular DS. I have a two DS. I have a three DS. I have a three DS XL. There you go. He almost has as many as Kaz does. No, he has thirty-seven DS. I do not. I have how many DSs do I have? I think I have seven in total. I have two DS lights. That I have, were my I have a Game Boy I have a DSi XL. I have. Well, do we? Like, what the count third the time you brought SP? up that Game Boy Pocket? Yeah, <laughs> the Game Boy SP. Game Advanced. Boy Pocket is far Game Boy superior. Advanced SP. That was like my favorite thing I picked up when I picked that up. I couldn't believe it. I got it for twenty bucks. Came with the charge cord. And then I walked over to another dealer in the flea market and got uh, Pokemon Fire Red for like ten bucks, and I was like, "This is ridiculous." So, yeah, cool, cool. Well, one one thing that I wanted to have Brandon on for, just kind of as we unfortunately have to get ready to wrap this up because we're we're slowly running out of time here in real life. Um, Brandon here, aside from being a uh, a, a massively awesomely Wicked producer and individual and human being. Um, I'll take it. Well, that's your opinion. What do you think of Brandon? No, I think he's great too. Yeah, there you go. He gave <laughs> me he gave me my new nickname, the Lawnmower. <laughs> <laughs> we were both kind of lawnmowers last week. We we didn't really see the lawnmower lawnmower. No, you know, week. I'm the lawnmower. You're the weed whacker. Oh yes, that's you, right. you you pick up all the trim. Sorry, no, I don't want to say no. I'm cutting. What were you gonna say? I said you pick up all the trim. I was sitting there listening to you guys while playing 
Zach's Switch, and I'm like, holy crap, they have not even started on the topic yet. And I'm like, I know. It's, we were like an hour in, and I was like, oh shit. Like, oh. I literally figured out like all the controls to Super Mario Odyssey, and you guys still hadn't started on the topic he yet. He had beaten Breath of the Wild, which is really hard to do, and we still hadn't gotten to our topic. <laughs> it took me a week, but I beat Breath of the Wild, and you guys <laughs> finally got on topic. Yeah. Oh, it was bad. Uh, but it is what it is. It happens on two guys in a game. But yep. Two guys in a tangent, you mean? Two guys in a tangent and a game. Um, but Brandon used to do some uh, some streaming. I did on Twitch, some gaming, and then also some gaming stuff on YouTube. So like, I was just a little curious to kind of quickly talk about like what was like what was the deal with all that? Like what? Uh, how did that whole thing start? And what? Uh... I just really liked the idea of live streaming on Twitch, and so I had I bought I already had the computer, so I'm like okay I have the computer all I need is some computer games and I can stream. So I started streaming. What did I start streaming? Uh, I can't remember what I started streaming, but it, it, it ended up being a lot of Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And I would use the Pokemon Showdown simulator and just battle people who were watching my stream. Or me. Or you. With my fighting-only team. Yeah, and then... <laughs> fighting-only team. And then I did a Pokemon Diamond... No, Pokemon Platinum Randomizer Nuzlocke. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. It was fun. It was scary, but it was Who'd fun. Who did you have on your team? I had a Quagsire. <laughs> I had Quagsire beat help me beat Cynthia. Oh yeah, yeah. Because he took he uh, what was it? I think he took a. They said Quagmire. The last her ace was a Toxic Croak. Okay. It was a Toxic Croak with Swords Dance. No, nasty plot. It was a nasty plot Toxic Croak, and it got I think it got plus four. It was plus four at the nasty plot, and near the end it. It was confused at the time. It hit two nasty plots, and the last time it it got confused. I'm like, hit yourself because it's plus four. It's gonna take me out. I'm like half health of this quagsire. With this quagma, and it hits me with a sludge bomb. I mean, it's resisted by a quagsire, but oh my god, I I had three. I think I had three hit points left when I did it, and just to be a like just to be a dick bag, I was using Fisher the whole time. But on that last hit, it hit me with the sludge bomb. I lived with like three HP, and I hit the Fisher, <laughs> which is like that a, toxic crow, which is a one-hit KO move. Yeah, which but is it like, has like thirty-five percent accuracy. Yeah, it misses all the time. Thirty-five percent of the time, it misses all, all, the, all time. the time. <laughs> but then somebody told me that there's also a level gap where if you're higher level, it has better chance to hit. But hmm. but still, it was just and there's a video of it on YouTube, and it's it's it was just clutch. I don't remember what I named the Quagsire. I feel like I named it like Reggie or something, or like something like Reggie. I think you did name it Reggie, something like that. Yeah, but Reggie. like after that, I wanted to go to the name raider and change his name to Clutch because <laughs> it came through. Yeah, but no, it was a lot. I think I thought it was a lot of fun to just kind of. And then I got into the Photoshop and I would design layouts and find different games I could play. I remember one night playing uh, a game called Party Hard, Party Hard, where literally you're just a guy that has to go and kill people at a party. <laughs> it's just like 16 it's like this 8-bit shaking your head it's like yeah. this 8-bit game, game now. It's, it's like this 8-bit game where like you're a guy that has to go into a party kill as many people as possible without getting caught by the cops mm-hmm. and as you're killing people there's cops coming and collecting the bodies <laughs> and you just have to keep on going around the little map that it gives you and be like no, I don't know I don't, I don't know it. anything about this and like you can store people so Stab you can someone. store people in places like oh you can kill this guy and like shove him at a dumpster and like they'll never <laughs> find him and and like different levels and then eventually I think I got stuck on this one where it was like a old, this big campsite and you have to go around and, like you go on stage and like <laughs> you have to kill all the people watching the concert first and then you can go on stage and start killing the people giving the concert <laughs> <laughs> 
That's great. And I'm like, wow, I'm just killing all these people. I'm like, I think the band might see me kill this last guy in the cr- in the crowd. Everybody else is dead. And they've been collected by like the cops who put these people in body bags and walk them out and take them away. I'm like, there's one guy left in the crowd. I think they might see me. But no, I was able to beat it and it was just that was that was a lot of fun that one. I remember I got raided that night by another streamer who sent me like a hundred people. Yeah, I remember I that. Like I was watching, watching and me. You got started getting because I was like calm because I always went on and I'd comment right. Yeah. Um, and I'd be like, oh, blah blah blah. Like I'd always try and like initiate people in the chat. Yeah. Um, and I remember like all these people started coming on. And I was like, what the fuck? What's At least you try to about? initiate them just instead of like Ryan who tried to trigger them. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Didn't work. Well, um, just an alarm. Just an alarm. Oh, just um. But yeah, like it's just. Now there's the other one. I actually got I actually got my account suspended for 24 hours because I was trying to play Honey Pop on there. I didn't realize what that game was until I started playing. Ah, and then what is like, that game? Real quick. And, and then I'm like, wow, like there's no activity. There's like you know, there's nobody watching, and like there's eight people watching, and now there's nobody watching, and then it's like, oh, your account's been suspended for 24 hours because of nudity and all that. I'm like, I didn't even get to that part. <laughs> <laughs> At least let me get to the boobs. <laughs> At least let me get to the boobs. So I, that was a learning experience, but no, it was a lot of fun. And now I think Garrett's starting to. He's gonna start streaming. He's done already like three live streams. When was this? Last week. What the fuck? Yeah, if you go under Dark Runner Gaming on Twitch, he's been doing, doing a couple of live streams. Of all people, he doesn't tell me. I know, right? Wow, what a but jerk. he's doing that, and he's uh, trying to, but, you know, get you, get at you. He's but trying I was to hoping take viewers away. I was hoping though that. You guys can do a live stream when Red Dead Two comes out. I want you to guys. I want you guys to live stream because I have all the equipment here to live stream. And all I would do is I would move all the audio stuff we have in the corner. I would put, I would take my TV from upstairs, put it on there, have my PS4. I need that Elgato capture card, and we could stream Red Dead Two onto the onto Twitch. Yeah, that could be the the inaugural two guys in a game live stream. That could be fun. We need to do, do that on YouTube or Twitch. That's yeah, right. we did it. We on, definitely like, have to Instagram. do one with Breath of the Wild one time, where we just we just create a new ki- file. Yeah. We just goof around with it. That could be a lot of fun. Yeah, for sure. But then you kind of move on to like the YouTube stuff. Um, I did YouTube. I had a, a YouTube channel for a while. I was doing. That's when I did the Gilbert Gottfried plays video games. Uh, that was that was a lot of fun to put those together. Yeah. There was a lot of stuff in there I deleted because I remember the Grand Theft Auto. That was an hour's worth of material. I had to grind down into like fifteen minutes. Mm-hmm. And, and they're, and they're really hours. funny videos. Like, <laughs> yeah, they are. I'm not just saying because I'm your friend, but like they were actually really funny. And videos. then me and Ryan did like a NF, N- NFL NHL uh, playoff predictions video by just mm-hmm. playing games as the teams who were playing, and just going off that. Wait, I don't think we finished that one. And then we did Emily Wants to Play. Which is one of the best ones. It was you, Ryan, and then our buddy Nathan. Yeah. It was so good. But like I just hated video editing. I hated it yeah. so much. It's yeah. tedious. It'd be like it was fun to play the games for like an hour and all that, but then you have to sift through an hour of content and be like, okay, what am I keeping and what am I getting rid of? It's a lot of work. Yeah. And I'd rather do it with just audio. It's a lot easier to just do it with audio because then oh, I could yeah. just listen, sit back and listen and just take out whatever doesn't need to be in there. That's why we podcast and don't YouTube. Yeah, yeah podcasting as far as superior it was fun like doing all the like if you if you're thinking about creating youtube content do it because it's fun but be ready to edit a lot of stuff yeah almost like more start, time editing I, I always say to people <clears throat> like they'll come to me and be like hey man like i want to start creating content what should i do i mean i always recommend doing a podcast that's just me but um like i'll say to people you know what do like five or six videos record them and then edit them all yeah and then at the end of that if you still want to do it right on mm-hmm. even do 10 do 10 Edit them all. 
Yeah. Have them ready to go. And if at the end of that, you're like, okay, yeah, I'm, I want to do this still, yeah. then you're good. Because with me, like I did the, like the hotter place stuff for like literally, which I've never talked about on the podcast before, but, um, we don't talk about that. Yeah. We don't Those talk about that. Those were dark that. times. Those were dark, dark times for TJ. Cause the it was like, times. I wanted to do like the live They were the streaming. best of times. They were the worst of times. <laughs> and like, I, I did like one YouTube video of like showing off my fallout settlement and I edited that. And it literally took me like five days to edit this like 20 minute video properly. And I was like, this is bullshit. Like yeah. what the hell is, <laughs> I got it where I wanted it, but I was like, this is bullshit. What like, did you edit is- it on? Movie Maker? Yeah. No, there's nothing wrong with doing Windows that. Windows Movie Maker. There's nothing wrong with doing that. All 2007 edition. Uh, 2006, actually. Oh, 2006 <laughs> edition. I'm still on Windows XP. I'm on Windows 98. What are you talking about? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Speaking of all Windows just- 2000. Yes. Yeah, no, I'll stick with Windows 10. <laughs> yeah, me too. Thank you. Speaking of Aldred, as we get ready to wrap it up here today, I do believe it is now time for the shout-outs. Shout-outs initiating. You can do it live. Yeah, I guess I can. Shout-outs initiating. <laughs> but yeah, um... <laughs> Shout out to uh, our our number one fan and good buddy of the show, Mr. Dylan Hunter. Yeah, he's always. Uh, you, know, he you get a shout out. You get a shout out. I get a shout out. No, I just you know it's like you, everybody Oprah. gets a shout out. Give, shout, uh, give stuff away. You know? uh, Oprah gives. Yeah, okay. Anyway, uh, shout outs to uh, our good friends over at the Jinx with Larry podcast, as well as the Still Loading podcast. Our buddy Josh, always releasing some good content over there. So definitely go ahead and check them out. Guys, have any shouts you want to give? Shout out to me for being awesome. I deserve that. Thank you. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> shout out to the two guys in the game podcast. It's really like Nicholas Cage accepting an Oscar. <laughs> I deserve this. I deserve this. I earned this by portraying National Treasure 2. No, <laughs> no. Shout out to three guys in the game this week. Yeah. Three guys two guys and a producer. Three, yeah, sure. Two guys in a producer. I'm, I'm just thinking about Nicolas Cage accepting an Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> can you do an impression of Nicolas Cage accepting an offer or an Oscar? How can I do an impression of something that's never going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> I want to. Th- I want to. Th- I want to thank my my whole family for this. It was a. Uh, it was hard, but I can't. Do, I can, no, see, I, you can't do an impression of something that'll never Gene happen. I could do Gene Simmons accepting an Oscar. I could do no, just Keanu kidding. Reeves just accepting kidding. an Oscar. And the Oscar goes to Gene Simmons. From Kiss. <laughs> <laughs> and he just walks up. From Kiss. Yeah. From Kiss. I could do Jack accepting an Oscar. <laughs> wow. Thank you, Yusei, for this award. Uh, Yusei's not here. Where is he? He uh, he came. What? Uh, but then he left. Oh. <laughs> he came. Then he went. Ow. Oh. Oh. That will never not be funny. Uh, Brandon, any, any shouts you want to give as we get ready to sign off here? Mm, no. No? Okay. No. <laughs> this one that's so I'm I, not a pro like you guys. I don't have like all this pro. I don't have all this social network, this whole social network you guys have of like all these like hundreds of people you know. <laughs> you mean I have. Yeah, like you I don't have. have anybody. I just like tag along with TJ. Yeah. Well Zach has Dolly. his Stardew Valley wife that he could shout out to. That's yes. true. Shout out to Emily, my Stardew Valley wife. Emily. And my two kids. Patrick. I named him Patrick, so when he's older I can call him Rick. And you can't say. remember what I named my daughter. Crap. You say you Jack. Jack. I named my daughter Jack. Yeah, I don't even have a Stardew Valley to fam- family to shout out. <laughs> you can get one right now. Go ahead. On Steam. It's like no, 16 no. bucks. Start start a Stardew Valley family. Absolutely. But no, um, as literally as we are signing off right now, Brandon is also, we haven't mentioned it at all, but he's also the host of a wonderful co- podcast entitled Radio A. So where can the people find that, Brandon? They can find it on SoundCloud and iTunes. And awesome. Anything else that iTunes branches out into that I'm not aware of. 
<laughs> bunch of stuff, cast yeah. box and all this other fun stuff. But it's been fun. I was doing Make it a weekly Monday thing, but now I'm just going to do it whenever I want. Yeah, yeah you there you like go. It. Yeah. Eventually, you know, we'll figure out a day or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Well, fuck it. Anyway, Brandon, thank you very much for coming on. Thank hanging you for out with us. me. Been a lot of fun. Cass. Yeah. Thank you. Cass. Thank you. Thank you for having thank me. Thank you for co-hosting. Thank you for having me on your show again for the 10th time in a row. You're welcome. Uh, no. <laughs> thank you for doing this with me, Kaz. It's been fun. <laughs> fist bump for episode 10. Boom. Ooh, fist bump. Woo-hoo-hoo. You guys made it. We yeah. made it, guys. We did it. Big time.